It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Happy sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind queen a baby girl gone gone to be with the ancestors <sighs> r.i.p tina turner i'll talk about her shortly um but it's me kelechi in the baby girlest place to be you are listening to sym officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mum my god i do not want to be here today the pollen is really pollenizing the pollen is really pollening. Ugh. Ugh. Honestly, I was sleeping earlier because, I, I, you know, I slept, I took like a two hour nap. I don't know if you're meant to nap for two hours, but I had to sleep because I just felt so drained from just, ugh. But um, I made it in to record this, obvi. Um, and I just want to keep it. Nice and sure I really don't want to be doing too much You know I'll say that And then I'll be here for 59 hours But um, Yeah and I actually got to my office um, Quite early um, Based on Yeah I got to my office quite Like a couple of hours ago But then I was on the phone to friends And only now am I recording So I only have myself to blame And I still want to Get something to eat for dinner as well But um here I am, child, here I am, okay, I miss my shows, I haven't really had time to like watch shows, I haven't watched um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I haven't watched, um, yeah, I just haven't watched Abbott, like, I've missed a bit of Abbott Elementary, yeah, there's just loads of things that I should watch, but again, I'm meant to be writing, I'm meant to be writing, not that I've done much of that, but at least, you know, I have the idea. So it is what it is. I'm just trying to see what I've been up to in the last week. I had an amazing. Is it really? Really? Wait, when last did I speak to you all last? Last week, clearly. But okay, so the Keir Starmer thing happened. I got to speak with him briefly. And um, one of you decided to be very, very mad in my comments section. And again, if you don't know the length, the breadth, the depth of my work, respect your higher self enough to shut the fuck up. Please do that. Because some of you will just come and type to me for no reason, want to get a little bit spicy. And maybe not, maybe not. Don't do all of that. And then I had um, a brilliant meet up with Dilemma, but we'll speak about that um, at a later date. Went to tap dance uh, class. That was great. Um, you haven't done too much. I've been doing you um, your you lots tarot readings and bits like that. You know, I've been getting on with that. I've, and I'm loving the tarot readings. So by the time this is out, I would have probably added a few extra slots 
for tarot readings, one-to-one tarot readings, not because of anything now, just because I'm like, you know what, let me get back. Cause I am really, really enjoying it for what it's worth right now. But, um, mad people, please don't book, don't book. Yeah. Not that I've had any recently, apart from the one that I was very irritated about. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, you know what I did do? I went to this online visual. I don't feel like this is close enough. I went to this online visual um, to commemorate the uh, the murder of, or, you know, the remembrance of George Floyd. And it was, yeah, it was online. Like I said, on Zoom, it was organized by Marcus Ryder. And, you know, three years on, God, what, what what's really changed? You know, Black Square Summer of 2020, all these organizations were really writing about, oh, we're listening and learning. What did you hear? And what did you therefore learn? Because I don't see changes I don't see changes All I see is racist faces I don't know if that's what Tupac said But that's what I'm saying Yeah um, I don't see change I don't In fact, I think that money towards initiatives That were promised uh, during 2020 Have dwindled Or have been, re- you know, redirected, misdirected All of the things And I guess it's just a sad It's a sad, sad time It's a sad state of affairs Um and I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it at all. Um, but yeah, it was really, really good to attend the Zoom situation and be with other people who wanted, to, um, who also wanted to commemorate that time. But it's just funny to me how like people seem to have just like moved on. Um, very, very weird. Just moved on. Um, yeah. So I did that, and what else? What was I going to say? Yeah, I'm looking forward to, when is it? Oh, I've still got a while, haven't I? Hold on. Yeah, so Tuesday 6th of June, I'll be seeing uh, hopefully some of you at the Blackout Tuesday event. Um, that's going to be held at Local Globe in near King's Cross. My show starts at 6, I believe. So it's like a mini live show So that will be happening And talking of live shows The Birmingham live show is going ahead But you know What's well, meant to be going ahead Let's see if all of the things get done But what's different about the Birmingham mini live show And um, the SYMposium Is that I'll be doing one-to-one tarot readings In the daytime before the live show So I'll only have a few slots uh, There'll be about 10 to 12 minutes each yeah, 10 to 12 minutes each slot And um, yeah, there'll only be a few of them So it'll be nice to read for people in person I only, yeah, it's, I'm very, very selective about people who I do read for in person So yeah, but I will be doing one-to-one tarot readings um, For about an hour and a half, I believe Before that live show in the evening um, And that's going to be in July So Prepare yourself, it'll be early July So that's that In terms of rules, um, the tickets, if everything goes to plan The tickets will be out this week If everything goes to plan But I've fucking given up on plans I'm so over it You'll probably notice that in my energy right now I'm just over, so I'm so fucking done To be honest, I'm done So I'm just doing the things that I feel like Spirit calls me to do And outside of that, I'm like, fuck it, okay So the rules Do not, and I repeat, because if you do it And where Mars is in my chart right now I don't want to get violent Do not 
buy this one-to-one reading for as a surprise for any fucking body that you know. If they don't already interact with me, if they're not into tarot like that, baby, do not say that this is the day that the Lord has made and I will now choose to move mad in it. Don't do it. Don't take up space from other people who would very much like to have that slot because you want to get your friend, your partner, your parent or whatever into something and th- that's not really their vibe because it's not me that they'll bring their wogga wogga energy to. Like everybody will get cussed out. No, no surprises. They can come to the show if you really insist. They can come to the show in the evening, but I do not want to see anybody there who sits in front of me for a reading talking about, oh, I hadn't actually heard of you before this, but my friend said that they bought me a reading with you because I will flip that fucking table over. Don't fucking play with me. I'm not in a mood. I just want to make that clear. For some of you are really playing recently and I'm not the one and I'm not in the mood. So that's just a disclaimer. Um, so yeah, what else? Yeah, so I did the Keir Starmer thing. Somebody felt like I should have really torn his singlet and fought him at his speech. But again, you don't have realistic expectations. And I, I think that some of you are just miserable and you don't know how to process that misery. So you try to bring it my way, but thunder will fire your bumper hole. Um, so I'm coming with so much energy this week. God, that's not the energy I want to stay in. So we'll move forward. And uh, what else did I do? I went to um, watch Black Panther with Chineke Orchestra. Um, that was at the Royal Albert Hall. Cute. So it was the first Black Panther film, as in Black Panther, uh, but the musical score was played by is it must played by Chinike Orchestra as well as um, Masamba Diop. He was on the talking drums. So hot! Like I love that whole vibe. I love that it was just so cute. So that was fun, and that's pretty much it. I think been for a couple of runs here and there. Um, Yeah, I'm so proud though when I did go to. Uh, the Royal Albert Hall Did my hair and my makeup myself Because A, because he lives And B, like I'm a bad B Like I can do these things For me it's just always been like time management But I just thought recently Let me play with my face and see what happens You know, and it's been very cute situations If I do say so myself I had a poll shoot also earlier on On that day Because I needed to update my photos On the Kalechnikov Poll Studio website uh, so we were, the photographer was coming in to take pictures of um, people anyway who had booked a session. And I thought, let me do it. I got my little outfit, my pole outfit made from Ukraine, um, like made to measure. And I loved what I chose and how it came out. But overall, I just didn't feel cute. I got these new heels. I, I felt rushed the whole day because I had so much going on. It just all felt chaotic. And I remember um, that Chani Nicholas was saying in her reading for last week that, for Aries Risings, there would be something around the weekend where it'll make you feel like your movement's limited. And I thought, oh, maybe she's talking about like, you know, there are going to be these strikes, the Just Stop Oil protests, and then there's going to be Ride London. And, you know, I just thought that it was like movement in terms of a vehicle. Let me tell you something. For the life of me, I could not do a handspring. A handspring that I do in my sleep, just like that, I could not do it. Then I was like, what has changed? Oh, the last time I ate was 7 p.m. yesterday, like last night. So I was looking at all these things like, girl, you really need to take better care of yourself. And taking better care of myself is kind of 
stressing that I just don't want to, I just don't want any higgy hagger situations where people sort of just like misbehave around me. And so that's why I said what I said about the tarot and things like that. I don't feel like, I don't know what it is about me because people will tell me that, you know, I'm so gra gra or I'm this or I'm that. But for somebody who people are allegedly fearful of, people really move mad in my presence. Like they really move mad in my presence. Somebody came up to me the other day and they were like, oh, I love everything that you do on Instagram. So that tells you that they don't know me outside of there. You know, you're calling all of these people out. You're doing this, you're doing that. I'd really love to join you, but I work with brands and I've got bills to pay. So, you know, I'm glad that you're doing it. But one day when I move to, a, you know, like a beautiful place and, you know, I've got my money sorted, then I'm going to start doing a collection. So when it is safe for you to do so, when there are no repercussions is when you plan to now loud up the thing. You know what? Forget it. But it's just like, I just feel like sometimes people play in my face. Like, oh, I'm so sorry for you, girl, that you're not getting the things that you deserve. I'll continue to get my things and stay the fuck quiet. But one day when I've gotten all of my things, and when will that day be? When will that be? When do you, will you know when that day arrives? Because it's, Never too much, never too much, never too much. Oh, boom, boom. Like, when, when 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 will the day arrive? I don't think the day ever arrives. You just tell yourself that one day, one day, I'm going to do a Kelechi. Please, don't do a Kelechi. I'm one of one. Yeah, I'm the only one. So, please, leave it. Um, Yeah, stop playing in my face. I'm over it. Stop playing in my face. Leave me alone. Uh, So, that's that. Don't want to ramble on for too long I've already used up for like 13 minutes Funny because I actually drove home (laughs) I stopped this recording to drive home So I could get my charger Because I forgot the laptop charger Um, And I was looking at the screen like This thing is going to lock off Kelechi is going to lock off And I've got this power bank That theoretically should charge it but even the power bank is like, girl, be fucking for real. Like, look how many things you've plugged into this the, like device. Like, what are you expecting me to do? So I have to go home, get my charger for the MacBook and then come back. Ah, oh, this life is really, really lifing. But I don't want to talk. Oh, and I'm whacking the mic. Chaotic scenes. Um. Anyway, let's get to the things. So let's get to the letter, right? So this is the first letter and I think it's just a little bit of advice and then I'm going to go into the tarot letter. Yeah, let's do that. Love and the higher power dilemma. Dear Kelechi, I'm writing this hoping that you'll read it one day, but I'm happy to get it off my chest regardless. Firstly, I want to say that I love your podcast and you make me feel so seen, particularly when you speak on things that are relevant to my life in the tarot readings. I love when you speak about spirituality and your ancestors guiding you through challenging times. I similarly find comfort in knowing that the higher power will protect and guide me through any hardships or turbulence that I'll face in this life. So I feel compelled to tell you that I love you and I pray that you continue this podcast for as long as possible because the work that you do is so incredibly special and empowering. Thank you so much. I want to lock off this podcast soon though. I'm getting pissed off of certain things but that sign of frustration generator I need to work on it anyway back to your letter now I write to you for sisterly advice because at this moment in life I feel stuck 
I've struggled with anxiety and depression since I was a little girl and it has been a lengthy journey of self-reflection to come to terms with this fact. I started therapy during lockdown and discovered I've been carrying trauma from my childhood into my adult life. I grew up in a household of domestic abuse, witnessing my father, oh, sorry, I should say trigger warning here, DV. Okay. I grew up in a um, household of domestic abuse. I grew up in a household, yeah, witnessing my father strangle my mother daily from age six to nine years old. As you can imagine, I have a distorted perception of love and intimacy because of this. The thought of being in a relationship and being in love is just about the scariest thing I can even imagine. The issue is that I'm 26 and I've just um, about, and just about everyone around me is either getting ready for marriage or has a, a potential to make this happen. I know the reason I've never dated or been in a relationship is because of my deep intrinsic fear of commitment and that I'll end up in a similar situation to my mother. However, I've always said that I'll find the right person when my time comes and that God has not forgotten about me. But the truth is that I feel like love will never happen for me. My parents' toxic relationship left me with a wound so deep, I'm not even sure how to begin healing it. Ultimately, I don't think I will ever be able, I will ever be capable of loving anyone else or allowing myself to be loved. I've attempted to be set up, used apps, and even managed a talking stage for about two months. However, the second I felt that I was progressing with someone, I immediately either stopped talking to the person in question or deactivated the app immediately. I don't want to give up faith, but I turned 27 this year and I'm no closer to finding a potential. All I've ever desired is to have a healthy relationship with a supportive partner that I could one day create a family with, the kind of family that I always wished I had growing up. I'm curious to know, is there, if, um, I'm curious to know if there has ever been a time when you've asked spirit for something that your heart desires and it hasn't happened for you straight away or at all. If so, how did you maintain faith that one day it will come despite feeling otherwise? Sorry for the length of this email. I love you and wish you nothing but success, love and happiness from your baby girl. Thank you, baby girl. Thank you. I feel it for you. And, you know, you're you're speaking to a kindred soul, you know. In regards to the first bit of what you asked or what you, you know, what you discussed. And I'm so sorry that you, first and foremost, that you grew up in that environment. It could not have been easy. And I can only imagine how it's impacted you from the things that you've described and how it makes intimacy so, so difficult now. And I relate to that very, very much. Um, I'm somebody that, would you believe it, being a Libra son, this, that, this, that. I'm at, I was actually rather fearful of commitment and I would move towards situations where um, there was emotional unavailability there because that made me feel, subconsciously made me feel safer than I didn't have to be emotionally available. I didn't have to be vulnerable. I could keep certain parts of myself closed off and I could be like, oh, well, it's the other person's problem because if only they opened up, then I would open up. But that's not, that's not true. The girls know that's not true. Um, so I feel it for you. And so you might, I, I'm not trying to diagnose or whatever, whatever, but you, in terms of attachment, you might be avoidant because I know that that's what I am. Um, 
yeah, my my attachment style, and I see it now playing out. And so these are things that I work, uh, that I've been working on. Where yeah, it's, they're things that I've been working on, and having to ask myself, why do you want this dynamic? Whether it's a friendship or whatever situation, like why do you want? Wait, I thought my knees were dry. Why do you want this dynamic? And it's usually because it feels like I've got to earn something in that situation. I've got to earn the person's trust. I've got to earn the person's affection. I've got to work for it. So noticing that I've make I intentionally make myself step back. I feel like what I will say is that it's practice, baby girl. It's practice. You've you can't really work on relationship things without. Allowing yourself to be in relationships And clearly you you had that talking stage You can interact with people You're just pulling away when that happens But I think with um, Aside from therapy And um, just generally throwing yourself into dating I think You just have to take it easy on yourself And you're saying that you're turning 27 soon So you haven't even um, experienced your Saturn return I think that this is going to bring a lot of things to the fore for you Like through relationships you're going to be able to have mirrors um, To show you where certain wounds are And I believe that then you will look towards how you can heal them The first thing I would suggest practically If you get bell hooks, not all about love Because the girls have worn that book out they have worn that book out And all of you are reading Bell Hooks All about love And you're still moving like idiots Still I don't know if you just If you just licked the cover um, Or just opened it And then flipped over to the back page I don't know what you did But I don't know if the message is really resonating I think that some of you Need to read that book again Maybe seven more times I Just so a quickie Some of it can go in Please, please read Communion the Female Search for Love by Bell Hooks. Not everything that works for me is going to work for somebody else, but baby, let me tell you, that was one of the that was one of the books that saved my life. It woke me up to myself. And that's not to say that I did the things that I needed to do straight away, but it woke me up to myself and gave me a backdrop for some of the ways that I was behaving. And it's not self-help, you know, it's just the book, right? Um so I encourage you to read it And love, you are love So love will always find you You just have to be open to experiencing it And I know that that obviously is the hardest part It's easier said than done And I know that I'm somebody that can go Ah, people like me, run away Whether it's friendships or otherwise I'm like, ah um, And it's an internal thing You know, and I'm trying to Not do that so much So, you know there are friendships now that are kind of like, you know, budding or whatever. And I'll say to them like, oh, do you want to go with me to this? And do you, like slowly trying to build something, slowly, slowly trying to build certain friendships that I see like a spark in, like, ah, oh, we could be friends like this. Because I've got my friends that I've known almost as if, I don't know, like those friendships, friendships just, I fell into them. I'm trying to be more intentional about the friendships that I choose going forward. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't want to kind of gas up the thing. I feel like in myself, you'll be fine. You know, I feel like you'll be fine. Um, it's just really, really hard. It's really, really hard to, you mentioned like, you know, wanting that family and wanting 
a healthy version of a family, not what you grew up with. And that was one of the challenging things that I had to discuss in therapy. Like, how do you create um, the healthy environment that you didn't ever like that you didn't ever see growing up? Because your subconscious, as you say, will go to what seems normal, uh, like cognitively. Or consciously, you know that that shit's not right. You know that that behavior is not right. But your subconscious programming, that feels familiar. And sometimes what is feels familiar is pain. And, and loss. And always feeling kind of left out in the cold. And so you gravitate towards people who can help you replicate that same environment. And then people who aren't that, that you just don't see them. Like they just, you, your eyes don't even focus like a camera. You just won't even focus on them. But you'll know that the healing has, is well underway when the usual people that you'd feel like, oh, I'm going to gravitate towards that. You're kind of like, nah. Or even when you do, you're like, ah, I know these signs. I'm out. Um, That shows you that you're slowly moving away from certain patterns, but you've really just got to give yourself time and don't watch what other people are doing. Just book like marriage is not a signal or a sign of success. And some girlies won't want to hear that. Some people won't want to hear that because they're just about to get married or whatever. Or that it's great. Like, do you, if it's a healthy environment, like do you, but it's not a sign of success in the sense that. Some people are just launching into it. They're doing all the signifiers that would make you believe that they're ticking off all of these boxes, but they're not. Like you might be surprised to know that there are people out there who are dealing with the same wounds as you, but they've managed to fall into a relationship and they can tick, 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 tick all of those boxes. But in their home, in their environment together, in that relationship will be hell on earth. So don't just go off the fact that people are Ticking off these things to mean that Oh they're further ahead than you Because you don't know what's happening internally And like I said there are people who are doing great You know they're doing great But just bear in mind that not everything Is as it seems And you're going to realise that more and more Over the next few years That not everything is as it seems So don't let somebody's um, perceived great relationship Or the fact that they are now married And doing this and doing X, Y, Z Chook your eye Don't enter your eye into that thing Face your front and just listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Tell me I'm the only one. Is this really love or just a game? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then what you said about have, have there ever been things that I've wanted and I didn't get and how I dealt with it. Baby, humor. If I started listing my L's, if I started listing L, 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 ha, Omar, we'll be here till tomorrow. We will sleep in this place. I must see, be like, we will sleep here. Ha. Don't ever get it twisted. Just because of the, there are things that people don't share. And also because of evil eye, not niggle eye, pum pum, evil eye. I don't share certain things because I've realized that there are, I'm learning that there are people who are even close to you or people who aren't close to you who revel in your misery. I, I always maintain that it will never be well for the person that when I posted the episode about my miscarriage, they wrote, oh, isn't this funny that it happened after X, Y, Z? I don't think I ever even deleted that comment off that particular video that you would hear of something like that so painful. And then that's what you bring yourself to write. It will never, ever, it will never, ever, 
ever, ever be well with that person. Like everywhere they go in on this earth, all they'll know is loss and grief. That's all they'll know. And misery. That's all they'll know because you have to be a real sick head. Like you have to be a real sick individual to be like, that's what I'm going to write. But there are people who actually revel in my, in me receiving bad news. Um, so that's why sometimes I just don't share certain things. Like I try to be open in certain ways for, you know, as I've been doing this podcast, but I know realistically, I feel like I only probably share like, I don't know, 5% of what goes on in my life and the things that I do, because I understand that <laughs> the internet is not a safe space. So you really just need to know yourself. Humor helps me through a lot of things. And, and, um, initially it was like using the humor to kind of mask the pain, but now it's more so Life is hilarious. I mean, obviously I know that we go through shit and a lot of us are on the ropes in a lot of ways, but life is just chaotically hilarious, you know? Um, let me tell you a story. Yeah. Let me even tell you, cause I don't want to talk like things are far away. Let me, why am I getting emotional? And it's just emotions. They'll sue you, Kalechi. They will sue you. Anyway. Um, so last week, well, let, let me even take out time. A little while ago, I got asked to audition for a role in a thing that was going to be out. Obviously, it's going to be out in it. So I got asked to self-tape for something. And, you know, I said, I do not want to see another fucking self-tape. I don't want to fucking self-tape for another fucking thing. I'm so fucking exhausted. I don't. Anyway. I decided I'll go back to self-taping. I'll go back to auditioning because, you know, sometimes you have to be, you have to go and meet your blessings halfway in it. You can't just be sitting there in your yard <laughs> and expecting the blessing to come and find you. I mean, sometimes it does, but sometimes you have to go out there and meet your blessings in the street and really start, you know, tussling with each other in the middle of the road. So I put myself back out, back out there. And my agent was like, oh, um, you've been asked to self-tape for this thing. I'm like, cool, self-tape for it. Then I was told to come in for a recall. I was just like, bad, this is looking juicy. I booked the role. <laughs> but before you dance like David danced, I booked the role. Very, very excited. I was like, this is it. This is it. RIP MJ. But no, let me not say what came. No, let me not say what came into my mind. Um, Wait, one day we'll have that conversation Anyway, um, so this is it We were all so excited Like, girl, you did it You fucking did it Yeah, 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 yeah Oma, Oma, are you listening to me? <laughs> Trust and believe I get a text from my agent She was like, I need to speak to you Call me ASAP I was like, this is not good This is not good <laughs> Call her it's not good news. It's like, here we go. She was just like, they've pulled the offer because they did an internet search on you and there was something that they saw that they're not happy with. Yeah. And she was so apologetic. She was so like lovely to me. And she was just like, no, don't, don't get down about this. Like you're, you're, you're almost there. You, you know, like, look out, look, you booked it. Like, don't, don't get down. Like, duh, 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 duh. and she was just like, everybody's gutted that was working for, um, you know, uh, um, around this, but it's the distributor, the distributor that they got sort of funny, rah, rah, rah. Surprisingly, let me tell you, baby girl, I wasn't actually down. I wasn't down because I said, 
let me tell you, what is for me in this life, no pussy clerk person can take away from me. And I stand 10 toes down on my journey. 10 toes down on my journey, not necessarily things or whatever that I've said here and there. I stand 10 toes down on my journey because show me a badder man. Show me the learning, the growth, incomparable. So if they want to go and look at something from a a few years back and be like, oh, we're just a bit nervous about, go and be nervous in your mother's pussy. Go and be nervous there. I don't give a fuck. Because where I am, a baby girl really worked. A baby girl has really, really worked. And what's mad is that I feel like, and I pick up on energy very, I'm so sensitive to energy. I mentioned it to a few people and I noticed the people who, the energy that I picked up was that they were sort of happy that that happened. And I said, you, (laughs) you were not here a single thing again. No, you will not. It was helping me to work out the people that I can't even tell things to before that thing has happened. Like, but again, it was a lesson that I needed to learn even energetically, like just shut up from now on. I'm moving like the G in lasagna, just silent. Yeah. Just silent. But, um, I say that to you to let you know that even right now, in these moments, I'm still chopping L's. I'm still collecting L's left, right, and center. But is it an L? This is the thing. So when you ask what helps me to move forward, I look at that like, is it an L? Because I'm so proud of the person that I am. I'm so proud of the person that I've grown to be and the person that I'm becoming. There is no single motherfucker walking this earth's crust who's going to make me feel differently about that. You don't have to like me. You don't have to like how I do anything. You don't have to. We're all free to do what we want, but make sure, make fucking sure that if I'm ever able to look into your own life, that you've got everything on lock because more time, a lot of people don't. But because they see me out here in the public or wherever, it's easier to project and to cast judgments on how I move, but their own life is Higgy Hagar. I'm proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself. Like, and that's a big thing to say because it hasn't been easy. Like I've been through the wars, my love. I've been through the wars, but here I am. I'm not going to sing Elton John. I'm still standing, but I literally am still standing. And I I can only thank my spirit team for that. It is not by my might alone, but by spirit says the Lord. Oi, oi. Um, yeah, it's not by my power or my might, you know, I'm just blessed that the more that I dedicate myself to my spiritual practice, the more that I dedicate myself to being of service in the way that I'm asked, the things that I'm meant to have will find me. I thought that I would have an Academy Award by now for best actress in a leading role. I thought that I'd have way more money than I currently right now have, but I still haven't written those things off because nobody knows how all of this is going to come together. And I know that as it is spoken over my life, as I speak it over my life, my life will be a testament. It will be a testimony to show you that God can move in the maddest ways for the best, for the best outcomes. Yeah. Right now, the journey has been very, very topsy-turvy, but I'm, you know what? It's a wild ride and I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it and I'm going to win it. You know, like it is what it is. I haven't written those things off. They haven't happened right now, but I trust 
in the fact that whatever is for me will always be for me. What I for me, I for me. Like, you know, what I for me, I for me. Like, like no, no body's going to change that. And there are people who energetically might be able to delay something, but you cannot stop God's glory. You cannot stop God's work in my life. You cannot. And if something is a deep rooted desire within me, I believe that to be a direct channel, a direct line to the most high. I do not feel that I would have something, a desire so deep that it's possible for that thing not to be fulfilled because that desire is a, it's a, like a signal saying that that thing will be yours. When and when, when and how, can't tell you, love, but it will be yours. And there are certain things that I desire so deeply that I know that it is only through God's will that I'll get those things. So while I was chopping that L, chopping that L or that perceived L, right? Then my publishers messaged me and they're like, oh, this interview that you did with the bookseller, they want you to be on the cover of the, um, uh, the issue that comes out next week. I said, oh, is it at the end of that week? The issue that comes out at the end of that week. I wasn't chasing no cover. I mean, I had one of my, so I've got, um, I'll tell you this. I've got uh, like a manifestation wall with post-it notes and I've written all of the post-its in a beautiful gold ink. And I got this idea from Ahime Aura. You know how much I love that girl. And I write all of the things that I, that I desire, that I pray for in the gold pen. And I write it as if I, in the present tense. And I talk more about the feeling of having the thing, right? Not just the thing. And so I've got it all stuck up. And there's one of them that actually says um, that I'm on the cover of a magazine um, talking about my debut book. And I just put it up, I put it up there. Now, the way that Ahime does it is that if the post-it falls off, that means your ancestors, your spirit team are telling you that it's handled. Don't worry about it. But my wall is a bit higgy. So I was just like, no, I'm going to stick this down with sellotape or something because you're not just going to fall off and have me getting gassed that they've heard me. So I've kept it there. And so the moment they told me that, I looked at the wall. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody that it was going to happen. I didn't tell my mum. I didn't tell my brothers. I didn't tell anybody that it was going to happen, like that, that they'd asked me that because I just learned from the previous thing to just keep quiet. Not because I didn't trust the people that I was telling the news to, but there's clearly an energy around me where it's just like you're, you're counting your eggs before they've hatched, like shut up. So, um, so I didn't say anything until it came out. Then I sent it to my family. So there are certain people who are meant to be friends who didn't even like the post because I guess subconsciously they'd have been like, Oh, why didn't she say something? I didn't say anything to anybody because I'd had like the roughest time recently. So I just preferred to just shut up. I didn't want another thing where I'm like, oh, guess what? Some random shit happened and they pulled that too. So just didn't say, you know, and this is me being vulnerable and sharing this stuff because I don't ever want for people to think like, oh, shit's just easy. And so that's why when um, I hear comments about, oh yeah, you know, I don't speak up because I'm just, you know, I work with brands and I just need to have my bills paid. You know, I need to get my bills paid and get my coin. So that's why I don't speak up. But one day I'm going to be like you, bitch, be like me, be like me. (laughs) I don't think that that's possible. Do you think I too do not have bills to pay? Do you know how much nursery fees are? Do you like, I've got teams, I've got staff, I've got people that I pay, I've got prop, like things to pay for, rents, this, that, this, that. 
I've got so many things to cover. I'm building a fucking children's home in Nigeria. Do you think that I'm, do you think that I'm an idiot? Even with all of those things, all of those responsibilities, I still choose to speak my truth, knowing, knowing full well that it means that certain opportunities I'll be blocked, like I'll be blocked from having. It's not easy out here. You couldn't be like me on your best day. So when people have something to say about, oh, I think Kelechi's this and I don't think you should get closer to her. No, it's not a match. It's not this, it's that. Fuck you, man. You couldn't. You couldn't do this because some of you are only in the positions that you're in because you shut your mouth. That's it. You shut your mouth. You're not special. You just shut your mouth. So I say all of that to be like, but God hasn't failed me yet. God has not failed me. I love that song. Um, it's a gospel song called He Hasn't Failed Me Yet. Um, and God hasn't. I'm still here. So I have not been failed, you know? And things will happen. Like, look at Cheryl Lee Ralph and all of these actresses and people who it's after like they've gone turned 50 or whatever, that then they're getting the the opportunities that they dreamt about when they were younger actresses and things like that. I'm not saying that I'm waiting till 50 because I'll fuck everybody up. But what I'm saying is like, the things come to you when they come to you. But you have to have an implicit trust in life, in God and in yourself. I'm really preaching. My God, it's half an hour. Um, You really, really have to trust yourself that the, 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 the fire the that you feel inside you when you think of those things that you really really want that fire is there for a reason and you've and you've just got to hold on like you've really just got to hold on and you're gonna take a hella knocks you're gonna take a hella knocks but you get the fuck back up and we move we keep going and so me I'm not deterred what you've told me is that I'm a baby girl. It was the same with that Good Morning Britain situation where, oh, she'll never come on this show as long as I'm here because rare, 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 rare. Fuck you. Because where, last, last, everybody go chop breakfast. Like I will get to where I'm going because it is ordained that I do so. I'm magical, baby. I'm magical. And I'm not alone in that magic. You too, as you're watching this, unless you're bad vibes and you've come here for the wrong reason, thunder, fire, blood clot. But if you're here for the right reasons, you too, you're magical. And, and the things that you greatly desire as it pertains and as it aligns with your highest good will always find you. You've got to hold on tight and just do your part of the work. Like I said, you've got to go out there sometimes and meet your blessings in the street and get to tussling. You really do. Yeah. So I hope that that helps. And that wasn't even the tarot. Jesus is Lord. Um, but yeah, baby girl, thank you for sending that in. Who else do I have? I was going to... Da, 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 da. Okay, I thought that I'd choose this letter. Let's see if I've got it. See if I've got it. Here we go. A tarot guidance request from a musical baby girl. Dear Kelechi. Firstly, let me start off by saying two slaps on your chest and then some for being the baby girl. <laughs> Don't guess me up. Don't guess me up. 
I continue to learn from you in a myriad of ways and I'm so grateful for your voice and wisdom. Thank you for all that you do. Blessings to you and your family and bun any slash all dusty fools that uh, try to mess with you and your vital energies. Thank you. Big ups also on the wonderful community. Ah, I've got to go back. I've got to go back. Sorry. I'm going to come back to this letter. I did not finish saying what I needed to say. That's why everybody's like, collecting is giving neurodiverse. (laughs) But anyway, let me go back to what I was saying. So I told you about the bookseller, right? So after I'm chopping that L, um, then I get the message about that cover and then it comes out, then I send it to people. Why that is so important, why that bookseller front cover is so important is because look at that, something that I wasn't even expecting. I was not, it was not, I wasn't expecting that. You know, I was just doing my thing. And that's the thing. Just keep, I don't know if you're a generator baby girl. So I'm going back to previous baby girl. I don't know if you're a generator, but let me tell you something about generators. When we want something a lot, a lot, a lot, sometimes we repel the thing. Want the thing, know that you want the thing, know that you desire the thing, right? And then just go and focus on something else. Go and do something else. Because the more energy you put into that, that is so powerful that it will move the thing away from you. Imagine that you're you're this force, right? You're this this big energetic force as you move towards something that thing moves further away but if you back up then the thing moves towards you the physicist might be like girl that is a fucking lie but just go with me on my version of physics okay go and focus on something else it, it then means you're not pushing that this massive force field towards the thing you want, therefore repelling it. If you turn your direction, if you turn your attention to something else, it allows space for that thing to come in from the side. So why that's a big deal is because this is my debut book. And funny because certain writing groups or whatever, whatever, didn't even want to recognize me as a writer initially. And then the front cover of the book said, I mean, there's a page in front and then I'm inside. Like, so I'm the inside front cover. Anyway, 50k for a verse no album out my money's so tall that a barbie's gotta climb it harder than a middle east to climb it climb it tony matarondas hey why ain't it why ain't it <laughs> are you nuts then my money be tall in the name of the most high but my impact is so tall that my barbie's gotta climb it oh debut it's putting the it's it's putting the girlies on notice yeah, because I put my pom-pom in them stories I, I put my vagina, my labia majora I put it in them motherfucking stories, baby Yeah, I gave it my heart I give my heart to hell Just for my night with you Don't come for me, okay Um, I gave it my all So I am so excited to see the feedback from people who are getting to read it before it comes out in September that, and then my besties reading it and they texted me saying how proud they are of me. And it really, really warmed my heart, but that bookseller. And so again, I come back to remember that I had a book proposal out in 2019 because I wanted to write this book about black women and anger and how it can be a liberating force. The, The offers didn't appear to me to be, fair and there were certain working situations I actually even then needed to move away from um in that regard so it didn't go ahead for many reasons I was dissatisfied for many reasons cut to 2020 and then come and write this short story 2021 I think then that comes out 
2022, then I get a two book um, book deal. Two, uh, yeah, two book book deal. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Like my attention went elsewhere. I was like, I want to write this. Oh, that's not going to work out the way that I want. All right, forget it then. Go off and do something else. And then the thing still found me anyway. And and that's when you know that it's for you because it just comes with a bit more ease. You don't have to force the thing. It just comes with a bit more ease. And I mean, I'm excited to get going, you know, to move further along with the novel and things like that. But this is why I say that I'm so proud of me because and when I talk about God's testimony and God's, and God's hand in my life, every facet of my life that you look at, you will see God's hand. Every facet of my life, you will see God's hand, yeah? Using amazing people to bring me to the opportunities that were most aligned for me. I remember, and, and this is no tea, no shade, no disrespect to my agent. She's, she's a baby girl. She's lovely. But I remember like when I've, in the past, I've been, when I've been working with my agent, I'll say, I want this thing. And she'd be like, oh, Kelechi, I'm not going to do an Irish accent. I was so tempted to do it then. Um, like, Kelechi, that's not usually how it works in the publishing industry. You have to do this, 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 because rare, 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 rare. Every rule that she has told me has been broken, not by, like, every rule has been broken for me. Every single rule that she told me that it's not really done like this or you don't usually get um, an, um, a fiction book deal um, on a preemptive as in like they need to see the full manuscript when it comes to fiction before you're offered a book deal. But I was offered it with just the short story that I wrote in the anthology for Who's Loving You. Like God will make it so that where you said that there is no way he'll make a way. That's the only book I'm only saying he Because it's a song He made a way You made a way Yeah Anyway It's a beautiful Gospel song um, God will always make a way And That's not just special to me I feel like That should That applies to A lot of people A lot of us Like believe that A way will be made For you because you're not just anybody, you know, you're not just anybody. You're a baby person. If you listen to this podcast, you're a baby person. You're a cutie. You're a spiritual cutie. Whether you're even like, oh, that's not really my vibe. I don't know about tarot. I don't know about astrology. I'm speaking it over your life. You're a spiritual cutie and life wants to work for you, not against you. Yeah. Believe that protocol will be broken Because all of these protocols are fallacies anyway They're, they're weird imaginations of white supremacist um, heteropatriarchs Why can't they be broken? We've seen from 2020 that things can change in a blink of an eye When people started marching in the streets A lot of these institutions had to get their fucking act together So why? Why do you think that things can't change as it pertains to you? The rules are imagined but you stay true to yourself and, and the things will fall into place. Protocol. What even is that girl? Next to, in front of my ancestors, my spirit guides, in front of God, what is a motherfucking protocol where I'm concerned? So if something hasn't happened yet, even like I was meant to do a whole Formula One thing and whatever um, with a broadcaster and they just went silent. I didn't come and stress myself because I'm like, you're the one losing out. 
in this situation, in most situations, anybody who's not working with me, they're the ones losing out. That's it. Like you have to be a real weirdo to not see this magic and to embrace it. So that's your personal problem. Take it up with God. Anyway, so I just wanted to share that. Back to this letter. I'll start from the beginning in case we've forgotten. Um, I can, well, yeah. Dear Kalechi, firstly, let me start by saying two slaps on your chest and then, and then some for being the baby girl. I continue to learn from you in a myriad of ways and I'm so grateful for your voice and wisdom. Thank you for all that you do. Blessings to you and your family and bun any slash all dusty fools that try to mess with you and your vital energies. Big ups also to the wonderful community that listens and supports you too. I really feel like I found my people them. So two more slaps on everybody's chest. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to write to you for a while, but would struggle with putting my words down. I'm neurodivergent, so sometimes emails can be tricky for me to write clearly. So I hope this comes through the way I intend it to. 2022 was a very busy and intense year for me career-wise. I was very booked and very busy, and it saw me push myself physically and mentally too. For the most part, I enjoyed it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't without its challenges. Last year saw me being in a lot of spaces at once, which require very quick adjustments to be able to cope with this change. And your podcast and live show helped guide me through those tricky times too. Now, I'm not trying to compare 2022 with 2023. However, as of the moment, things are looking very quiet in comparison. I keep feeling as though all the hard work I do is making me feel like I'm invisible. I've even called certain pussyclarts out for trying to erase me slash black culture from talks, social media posts in the fairly recent past and have been met with gaslighting attempts and no apologies. I stand firm in this and also recognize that 2023 does feel like a quite a slow burner for most of us at the moment. But one thing does keep repeating in my mind, go where you're appreciated. I've also been seeing a lot of ladybugs recently, which apparently symbolizes luck and protection. I don't know. I love that for you. Um, she wrote, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't know. Um, do my feelings of invisibleness link up with my desire to move out of the UK? Is 2023 really just a slow burner and will these feelings leave? I regularly hope and pray that any and all blockages are removed from me at all times, but I can... I can't seem to shake this feeling that I've hit, uh, that I've hit some kind of wall. I'm also super grateful for all I've achieved thus far. I just need some support getting over this weird hiccup. And so I hope that with your incredible guidance and wisdom, I can get there. I'm 32 years old and a Sagittarius sun, Capricorn rising and Pisces moon. Uh, attached is my birth chart. I've also attached my human design profile. Thank you so much. Whether this gets read on your podcast or not, I'm just super proud of myself uh, for just noting this down and reaching out to you regardless. All the best, loads of love, and thank you for being you. Warm regards, a musical baby girl. Of course you're a musical baby girl with a Pisces moon. Of course you are. Um, But already, even from you telling me that you are a Capricorn rising, you know that Capricorns are the goats, like the goats, you know, and that means that things can sometimes take time. You know, let me turn this down. Things can sometimes take time. Now your first house is stacked and it's funny, you've got Saturn in the first house. So things take a while, but when it lands, it stays. Yeah. It holds. So, um, wow. You've got your North node at 29 degrees in the first house. Um, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus. Woo! You've got a lot happening. You've got a lot happening. 
And then I understand where that deep fire is coming from for you, where you have uh, a son, your son in the 12th house, your Venus in the 12th house, as well as, um, what is this? Just reading everything. As well as your Mercury. Yeah, you've got your Mercury there as well. <sighs> Interesting. Um, Pluto is conjunct your midheaven in the 11th house. Um, Jupiter and Leo in the 8th house. So yeah, I feel like opportunities will come. And you know, you know what? You've got Saturn. It's so funny. So you've got Saturn in your third house right now. So it might feel like the ways that you were communicating and sharing before, they're going to change over the next two and a half years. So you kind of got to give yourself space for that, um, for all of that to take place. Um, but Jupiter and Leo is a very big flex. Like it's a very, very big flex. Just And your human design. I wonder if you're a projector. Let's see. What are you... Oh, manifesting generator. Interesting. Yeah, as a manifesting generator. Oh, you're a five-one profile. You've got to try lots of things. You've got to. You've got to try lots of things, and it will feel slightly challenging for you because of that one in your profile. That five slash one. That one in your profile means that you are, in essence, some kind of pioneer but not in a colonial sense like you have to go and try modalities and try ways that haven't been um experienced or um yeah you have to go like I I think that that's where the blockage is that you have to go but remember that even when you do go somewhere else and trying to live somewhere else your career is one that gets juicier the older you get so uh, and I'm saying this and dragging myself Patience <laughs> You're going to have to learn a lot of patience Yeah And just keep doing what you do But as a manifesting generator People are always sort of trying to get you to slow down Same with manifestors They're trying to get you to slow down Go at your speed The reason that I think that you might also be feeling stuck Is because you're trying to slow your de- yourself down Because everybody's probably telling you that you're moving too quickly Do things the way that you want to do them like, I think that informing also plays a role. I know that as the generating part means that you um, are waiting to like respond to things. But I think that in the meantime, you can just do the things that you know that you definitely enjoy. And let people know of your intentions to move because you'll be surprised where the opportunities come from and start looking for opportunities further afield as well. So you can do your music, whether it's a, you know, them grants that they do for musicians, um, residencies, start thinking big. You got to think big, bitch. Got to think big. No, you've got to think big. As a manifesting generator, it's your right to. Just moving forward. <clears throat> well, I'm not flashing my pum. Um, it's your right to, to think big. Yeah. Start informing people. Look at those residencies, um, look at the whatever fellowships, whatever the case may be, but get yourself out of this country immediately and, and be open to your sound, your vibe, your way of doing what you do. Be open to it shifting slightly because that's also probably why you're feeling stuck because the way that you've been doing things, you're kind of done with that, but you're unsure 
um, of the new way to do things. But it's okay to sort of stumble for a bit as you figure out and try on your new um, creative identity. Allow yourself that space. So let's get some cards. I'll just pause this and sort out the other camera. Okay, so let's get your cards out. Let's see what the message is for a musical baby girl. To start off with, so I'm still using Janelle Jupiter's Tower uh, the Tower Oracle. Let's see what card comes out for you. What's the message? Oh, bear flew out. One second. I was gone for ages then, wasn't I? Um, the card that you got says, Number 30, do not let this turmoil disorientate your um, disorient your moral compass, no matter how much the earth quakes, hold on to your crown. That's lovely. I think that's a lovely message. Do not, because I think that also that's it. When frustration gets the better of us, sometimes we just start moving a little bit mad because we're trying to almost force something to happen force change to happen and you really really can't you've just got to let things play out how they choose to you're not seeing my knickers by the way this is just the inside of the white mini dress that I'm wearing up what's this card the emperor hmm yeah you know the emperor also it gives me that's an Aries card but it just does give me that vibe of of blockage or something not moving like of course it makes me think about fathers also so I don't know what your relationship is like with your father um whether this sense of like needing to do more needing to achieve is something to do with seeking validation from him in that way um or if he really wasn't present in that way still feeling like you need to prove something um so we've got the emperor that came out and we've also got the two of pentacles in reverse. So the two of pentacles in reverse kind of touches on what you were saying earlier about, um, oh, is this stuckness because I need to move? Yeah, because you're not making a decision. That's what the stuckness is. You're not making a decision about when you're planning to leave this godforsaken aisle. Um, and so you're of course you're going to feel stuck because you've done as much as you can do. Like I said, in this particular energy, in this particular way of working. So it's time to look at something else. Nine of cups. Yeah. Your fulfillment is just, it's just not here. You know, there's a lot for you to gain, but you have to be willing to take that step to, to leave. Um, let's use Kevin Morosky's deck. Um, I'm using, his affirmation card deck called affirmations for your head top and other things to say to yourself. So I'm using that. Let's see what affirmation comes out from Kevin Morosky's deck. Um, what's the message from musical baby girl? Just going to pick one. Let's see. You've got what the God do the kid follow. So that means you have influence, use it with intent. Again, this makes me think about like um, parental influence. That you're, you're, you're kind of worried about how 
sorry, I'm just reaching for other cards. You're kind of worried about how family feel about you moving away and wanting to do the things that you do. And you really shouldn't be like, you've got to live your life for you. Not them. What card do you get from the spiritual, sorry, the affirmations for a dickhead in recovery? You got, I accept the invitation from spirit to observe the most raggedy circumstances and find the beauty in it. There is a beauty definitely in this moment and you don't want to miss out on it. There's definitely a beauty in this moment for you to move towards. This in-between state, this not quite knowing where to go next. There's a lot for you to learn there and you have to sort of like, yeah, you just have to lean into it. That's what I get. I don't feel anything in particular about your reading. You just have to be willing to like lean into um, taking that leap and doing what you need to do. And also remembering from that uh, Kevin Morosky's uh, one, that card, that whatever you tell yourself you are, then that's what you are. You know, so if you're like, oh, I really can't do this. Oh, I then that's it then. Then that's exactly what you are. Like, fine. So you, and you know, just as I was saying earlier, when I was talking up all of the things regarding myself, you have to, you have to be able to speak life into yourself. You know your soil. So tend to your soil. Say the things, do the things that will allow your, your soil to be the most fertile. That when you plant something in it, it grows But if you're always saying this soil is shit This soil is shit Then that's what it's going to be Like speak life into yourself And move with the intention of somebody that knows that they, their greatness I pray that that resonates with you That's that for the tarot this week um, I'll big up this week's show sponsors Who are Dipsy And we'll get to share your magnificence I was literally just talking about how, you know, soil and growth and the babies that the baby people at Dipsy also want you to know the same thing that spring is a time of growth and transformation. And Dipsy is here to help you to explore the sensual sides of the season of renewal. Um, and with Dipsy's sexy audio stories, you can indulge in your blooming desires, newfound passions, and the thrill of taking risks. We love to see it. So, Dipsy, in case you don't know, is an app that's full of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Um, it's very, very inclusive. And you've they, they've got celebrities on there that are reading certain stories as well, if you want to get involved with that. There's new content released every week. So in between listening to the sexy stories that you know that you love, that can get you going, ha! Within a short space of time You can also get involved with newer stories as well So um, if you're not wanting to do that on a particular day And you just want something that maybe maybe helps you nap or go to sleep They've also got sleep stories They've got wellness sessions And they've got sexy stories that you can read if you're a visual babe So let Dipsy be your go-to for spicing up your me time Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind Or you can even heat things up with a partner And listen together and get excited together So for listeners of this uh, podcast Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash straws. So that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. So go and get yourself involved and let's get to share your magnificence. 
So my first show, Your Magnificence, this week goes out to Tina Turner, um, R.I.P. A Baby Girl. I mean, I knew the conversation around her death would go left suddenly because people have so much to say. Like, did you not know that she was um, anti-black? Baby, some of your favorite black older actors are also anti-black. Like, they hated dark-skinned black women and you were still talking about them with reverence. So, I mean, it's just hard for me to write Tina off, like, on that. Like, she's been through, she she went through so, so much. So, so much. Her chart must be so interesting for her to, you know, come back and pop off after 40 and be selling out stadiums. Like, you got to rate it. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, you don't know the time that your thing is going to blow. Like, you don't know. But you sure as hell cannot give up and turn back around now. You just stay consistent and stay believing that you are that person. Like, you are that babe. And the right things as it um, aligns with your highest good will find you because she went through some tough times. Only for her to then, you know, end up with a guy who loved her so much that he literally gave her one of his kidneys. Like, that's love. That is love. I don't know, man. Like, she went through a lot. And she even said, like, she continued to feel the effects of having gone through so much. So I pray that finally she has peace. You know, I really, really pray for that for her. She, she did bits. Um, so two slaps on your chest, Tina Turner. You were literally simply the best, a baby girl. Um, Tambo and Bones is what I wanted to talk about. This is a new play that's going to be on at, um, is it the Royal Theatre, Stratford Royal Theatre? God. Anyway. Let me just read you what happened, what's happening. So Tambo and Bones asked challenging questions about race and exploitations. Um, exploitation. So we at Theatre Royal Stratford East offer one dedicated performance for black audiences to watch together. So to keep it simple, Tambo and Bones is a play that, um, well, they, they write here, Tambo and Bones is a bold and funny satire by the American playwright Dave Harris. Um, and it's going to be on... At Theatre Royal Stratford East Or is on Is it on? Well I'm Yeah Anyway um, Dave uh, Dave Harris who wrote it Explores race Including the exploitation Of black culture With mischief and wit The two central characters Tambo and Bones Are trapped in a minstrel show Without a dime in their pocket In the first act So taking matters Into their own hands They transform into megastars In a live hip hop concert In the second so the play throws up challenging questions around what it is to be black. So the um, the director, um, everybody felt that it would be good at Theatre Royal Stratford East to have a blackout night, an opportunity for a black audience to experience and reflect on the play from their own perspective. This is one evening in the show's month-long run at Theatre Royal Stratford East, which is aimed at black audiences in order to watch the play together as a community. Blackout nights aren't a new idea. Other theatres have hosted them for plays that interrogate complex and often challenging themes around race. Um, So this was introduced by Jeremy O'Harris for his production, Slave Play. And the first Blackout Night took place on in Broadway or on Broadway in 2019. And the initiative was brought to London during the run of his show, Daddy, at the Almeida Theatre in 2022. Um, I read all of that because let me tell you something. The girls are mad. The girls are fighting. 
How, what do you mean a blackout night? What if we said that black people weren't allowed into the theater and it was just going to be white people only? Bitch, what do you think has been happening for like centuries? Are you okay? Is everybody all right? You and your shiny suit. What the fuck do you think has been happening for centuries? Pardon me. Like, I when I went to watch, um, is it uh, Roads Must Fall? At the Royal Court Theatre I remember the white audience laughing In the most random places And I was like What do you find funny about the fact that This Cecil uh, Cecil Rhodes pussy clerk Did all the things that he did And these students Want change And they want that fucking statue down From their university Or their school What don't you get? So I understand why there would need to be a blackout night But, um, and again, there are 29, I think Or 28 other performances that you can go to But this one, this one, only one That you've been told it's not for you And it, they're saving it for a black audience You're now writing every article under the sun To let us know that you're pressed And this is why I find it so upsetting How behind, um, the race, the conversations around race are in um or is in the UK because no conversations around race are in the UK because it's woeful. If you understood the perils of what it is to be racialized as black in this society, you'd understand that there's just certain things we don't want to hear you laugh at the most random times, or you go, Oh my God, that's just so sad, and start performing sadness and making it all about you. You would understand why. And also to my people in the interracial relationships, this also goes for you. If you want to go to a blackout night, you've got to leave that white partner at home or go with them another night together. But don't be like, I want you to be there with me experiencing. No, you're taking up space. Like be respectful, be respectful. Um, so I want to say big up to the um, to Theatre Royal Stratford East. I love it. I love it. Keep the pressure applied. A blackout night is necessary for a play that is so sensitive. I think I'm going on the press night. I think so. But again, I've said that out loud, and probably some little pussy clerk will try to hinder that as well. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm very much looking forward to seeing it And if I don't go on a press night Then I'll just buy my ticket to go on a blackout night If they're not all sold out, I'll go Because you can't keep stopping black people From having things and spaces to talk about things I remember writing um, uh, a piece years ago I think it was after I watched that play at um, the Royal Court Theatre That not all art is for, uh, for white people And that is okay Like you think you've got the monopoly on art because of the way that it's been done in terms of hegemony and making you feel like um, for for something to pass the test of quality, white people have to approve of it. Sometimes nobody gives a fuck about your opinion. Sometimes. So you can keep it. Yeah. So big up you lot. Two slaps on your chest. Theatre Royal Stratford East. I can't wait to see Tambo and Bones. 
um, I think will be really interesting. So yeah, looking forward to that. So that's that for Share Your Magnificence, uh, for So You Mad. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. So Denea Jackson, remember Denea Jackson? She's the wife of Derek Jackson, the one that um, she said that she was wearing a helmet of salvation when it came out that her um, husband, Derek, that likes to give women advice while sitting in his car about how to find a good man and what they need to do to be a good woman. Um, he was cheating on her aggressively with them baddies. Yeah, he was Um, She said that she was going to stay with him Sat by his side in her bonnet or her hat Sat next to him, almost silent While he just did the most horrendous Narcissistic performance of um, What was meant to be an apology But was not Weird times So, um, yeah, well I, I, I guess they're divorced now She said he actually texted her While they were in the same home he was upstairs. He texted her that he wanted a divorce. This is a man that's been advising you lot and you've been buying his books. This is how he's moving. So I don't know if I've got the clip, but it was just so, I'm so, I'm proud of her. I, pr- I am proud of our good sis. I think that she's still in the trenches, but she's clawing her way out slowly. Yeah, slowly. She even gave a cute fit, had a bit of makeup on. You know, she's, she's, she's stepping out. She's giving us, um, Um, How Stella got her groove back She's sort of moving into that era And I love that for her But she shared some things that I just thought Nobody can say that this isn't abuse Some of the ways that these men behave Like it is is akin to abuse Let's see if it um, plays Let's see Oh this is not Hold on let me go back What a mess Man Derek Jackson May you rot in hell You bitch Like And this is a man That was really Racking up views Racking up views Online For sitting in that Fucking car Telling women What a good man is And what they shouldn't Settle for 
This is why I don't trust any of the 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 advice guys on on socials. I do not trust a single one of them. Whether they're um um telling you, giving you advice on how to be a blended family and how to be a good baby daddy and whatever, all of them are just using it to chop pum. They're just using it to chop vagina. Like they are not to be trusted. They're not to be Because what happens is that Women watch those videos And they're like Wow that's the exact kind of man That I'm looking for Because he understands How to treat a woman No he doesn't You'll get there And Pepe will enter your eye Like Like don't You don't trust them It's all a performance What's scary now Is that men Look at how horrendously um, Derek Jackson Was treating Denea How horrendously Where he had her like all the things she was trying to do to please him, not understanding that this is also a form of control. He knows that you, he doesn't, he just wants you there to be there while he does all of these other things and to constantly be in the feeling of you are not enough. So you're always trying to be enough when he's really not worth that effort. So like, (laughs) yeah, you'll see these people and you'll be like, oh yeah, they're doing, no, 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 no. Don't trust them. After all that advice that he was giving, he didn't follow a single thing. And that's what I was going to say. That is so scary because a lot of men have learned the language. They've learned the language of what women want to hear. They know the buzzwords, but they're not living their, that life. They're not. They'll say the things. And then once you're closer to them, you understand that this is an actual demon. This is an actual demon from the fourth circle of hell. Be careful. Not just about what people say, but what they do. Pay attention, really pay attention. But Danea, I'm so glad that you're slowly being freed from that bondage because you are really, really riding for that guy. And I get it. I get it when it's abusive in that way. You think that that is the way to do things and how to be, but he wasn't deserving of any of the um, trust that you put into him. He's a raggedy man. And I hear that that interview is long. It's like three hours that she's on a podcast talking about what she experienced. I, I haven't watched it. Um, I don't know if I will watch it People have recommended that I watch it I just think I'll get annoyed And start commenting on his page and cussing him So I just have to leave it alone But I'm so glad that she's finally waking up And smelling the condom Um, Another person was Timberland and R. Kelly He said some things about separate Timberland was talking about separating the art from the artist And I'm like, uncle, please shut up Please shut up and go and make a sound with crickets And... Go do that Go and do that Because we love your music We love your productions But you speaking about R. Kelly And making it out like What he did um, Wasn't horrendous And we should separate the art From the artist I don't want to hear that I don't want to hear any of that And um, Talking of people Who take advantage of young children Not that it's even related At all For legal purposes Lots more things are coming out About Steve uh, Paul Schofield Or sorry I said Paul Schofield Schofield Philip Schofield more things are coming out and yeah, people are really singing. Like, so initially he was off this morning and that was that, and he was still going to present the British Soap Awards or whatever the hell that he was booked to do next. But even that he's had to step down from, he's like, he stepped down from all of the things and well, that can only speak to something going on. That can only speak to something going on. Um, Holly Willoughby has stressed again that she didn't know what he was up to. Um, Lawyers, I mean, 
I think his management company have also stopped representing him, the same management company that were helping him to pay um, approximately £30,000 a week for crisis management. But they say that they didn't know anything. So what was the crisis? What was the crisis that £30,000 was being paid for that you say that you didn't know anything? Now everybody's lying. Then Eamon Holmes that like that went on to, was it GB News or whatever, so he could go and be a racist um, and enjoy himself. He started really tweeting like, oh, I'm finally glad that all of this has come to light. What did he say here? Schofield has finally been caught out, but he's not the only guilty party. Four high members of ITV management knew what sort of man he was and never once took action to uh, to prevent him controlling or taking advantage of his position over young people. People. So somebody commented here, so why didn't you say anything? And somebody else said he did and ITV um, binned him. So ITV and BBC have a lot to answer for. And notice that all of these things are happening during Pluto in Aquarius. And this is just a snippet. This is just a sniff. I just want a sniff. This is just a sniff. When Pluto fully embeds itself into Aquarius from January 2024, you're going to see more people falling. The most random people that you wouldn't even have expected. Everybody. Whether it's the church, whether it's the here, whether it's the there, everywhere, wherever there is an organized power structure, whether that be religion or government or whatever the case may be, you're going to start seeing people toppling tower energy, toppling, 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 dropping because we we can't move forward with this energy. These 20 years are integral to our evolution as the human race, our spiritual, our collective evolution as the human race. This it matters greatly. So for that reason, we're going to have to collectively shine our eye Almost shine your eye We have to really start seeing clearly That a lot of the people that you've put your hope and your faith in They weren't worth it They didn't deserve it You know, you're going to notice this on interpersonal levels Whether it's your fathers, your uncles, your brothers, your husbands, your whoever And it might not even just be male um, identifying people We're talking about just generally Anybody that the power has been imbalanced you're going to see a major shift over the next few years. And of course, I forgot to include monarchy in that. Like, you're gone. You're out of here. Um, A lot, a lot is happening and people are really, really singing. But let's see what happens with uh, Philip. I wanted to call him Paul again. Um, Philip, as well as Tim Westwood. Uh, like, And then Rolf Harris, he died the other day, didn't he? Did I mention that already? <laughs> but you... And did you redo your, your way all the way into the deepest part of hell? You nasty, nasty cunt. Prick. Um, it's not even straw of the week and I'm cussing people out. But yeah, a lot more is to be revealed to us. Let's wait and see. Anyway, that's that. I'll move on to straw of the week, aka suck your mum. I think I'll just keep it nice and... Brief. I always say nice and brief. I should. Just, I just wanna take it nice and slow. Tell me, do you wanna get freaky? Kalechi, they will sue you. Stop singing the songs. Um, the this week, guess who the straw goes out to? Guess. Have a wild, have a wild guess. Who could I possibly, or what organization could I possibly want to give another, yet another, yet another, and another one, and another straw to? Yep. The police. This time it's the police in South Wales. So 
police are facing serious questions and community anger after taking almost 24 hours to admit potential involvement in the pursuit of two teenagers whose deaths sparked riots in Cardiff. Kyrie Sullivan, 16, and Harvey Evans, 15, were killed in the Ely or is it Eli area of the, um, of the city just after 6 p.m. on Monday. Minutes after CCTV footage appeared to show them being followed by a police van as they rode together on an e-bike. I think it might have been a scooter. I don't know. The incident provoked a night of violent disorder that left 15 police officers wounded. Rioters claimed they had gathered to pay respect to the dead boys before clashes broke out with officers from South Wales Police. On Tuesday morning, the local police and crime commissioner blamed the unrest on false rumours on social media about police involvement in the boys' deaths. But on Tuesday afternoon, Pluto in Aquarius, CCTV footage timestamped at 5.59pm on Monday emerged showing a police van following an e-bike on Frank Road, about half a mile from Snowden Road, where the boys crashed less than four minutes later. At a press conference after the emergence of the video clip, uh, Chief Superintendent Martin Stone of South Wales Police announced that the force had referred itself to the police watchdog over the incident. He said, we received uh, CCTV footage that shows a police vehicle following a bike just prior to 6 p.m. South Wales Police has also made a mandatory referral to the Independent Office for Police Conduct to ensure the matter receives independent scrutiny from other police officers. Um, Stone confirmed that a number of arrests had been made and that more would follow. The IOPC said it would send investigators to assess whether to launch an investigation. Tension built again in the Snowden Road area. After the press conference, a large crowd gathered around a shrine of flowers, balloons and images of the dead teenagers and at one point stopped cars driving down the street. A friend of the pair who asked not to be named said the police have been lying since this happened. Oh, they've been lying for a long time. Um, They've only admitted they were involved in a chase because the footage came out. People who live on the road moved cars away and sent and some ch- um, some sent children to stay with relatives. This place has lost confidence in the police, said one resident. Um, they have they haven't been honest with us and we're worried it's all going to go off again tonight. Two white boys. Two white boys. It's getting hot in here, right? It's getting hot in here. And you see what I was saying about that Pluto in Aquarius energy? When the people are now vocally, they're even more vocal than before, letting you know of their dissent and their distrust in the police. I don't know where you plan to go. The police, and I'll stress this again, the police are not a reliable source in any regard. Their witness statements, they're anything. They're not a reliable source. And we see time and time again why that would be the case or why we've seen that to be the case. I don't know if they were involved. I know that other people have posted other things and said, no, you know, look at this counter narrative. And I don't know if that's police burner accounts. I don't know. But they're talking about counter narratives. But you said they were rumors. You said with chest that that wasn't the case. Only for CC. God bless the person that released that CCTV footage. God bless that person. Because the lying has to stop. And look how it was CCTV footage, technology, Pluto, Aquarius, Aquarius, ruled by Uranus, deals with technology yeah deals with the collective pluto power the things that are hidden that we don't know about how power is used wrongly and this is how power can be used in the right way to benefit the collective see the pluto and aquarius themes i'm gonna keep pressing on this if you're not awake yet wake up because who the next few years 
things are really going to go down. Babe, things are really, 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 really going to go down in order that we can all come together and move forward to something that feels more like a global community. That's how I see it anyway. So for the South Wales police, you can suck out for an eternity, you lying bitches. That was absolutely wild. And I don't know what those baby boys were up to, those little boys. I just don't know, but RIP in it. Like, oof, it's a lot. But I guess that's it. That is it. Like I said, um, there will be... Um, announcement of the show in Birmingham and the Birmingham show. There'll be one-to-one live readings. Remember to get your tickets for the live show at the Barbican on the 12th of September. That's when that show will be. Um, buy your dickhead in a, um, sorry, your affirmations for a dickhead in recovery. Remember to get those cards. Remember to pre-order my book. You can also pre-order the audio book, whatever you need to do. Do all of the things. Like I said, don't make me threat. Don't, don't make me threaten things. That's that. Anyway, yeah, I have been Kalechi Okafor and this has been, oh, sorry, I forgot to say The YouTube version of the podcast comes out at 5.55pm on a Monday So make sure that you check that out um, There's always a live chat when it premieres And it's always good to be with the community Having a chat as we watch through the edited version of the videos Or um, of the show Because Jonathan always adds the most amazing memes And it's just funny Um so there's that And then this comes out The audio version comes out On a Monday at 5.55am So yeah, that's that Anyway, I've been Kaleshi Okafor And this has been SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right, suck your mum Anyway, let me go home And eat some food I'll catch you on the flip side Peace It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls You need to hear this Sit down, sit down Receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready For the tea we are gonna sip it Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind Say you mind